When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. entry so a good example let's say someone is a, a double top trader for example right you can work through your if then syntax saying if price action comes up to my potential reversal zone then I look for RSI swap if RSI goes overbought then I look for double top if I get double top then I enter next bar market and then if I enter next bar market stops go 180 above the highs targets go to retested lows right that's a, a perfect example of a trading plan, right? Easy to follow. Did anyone have problems following that? I answered a question for a trader last night on a YouTube video who was, um, let me, I'll just, I'll read it for you guys real quick. I think, I think it'll be interesting to, to hear. Um, but basically the, the answer was like rules, develop rules. But let me see if I can answer this for, let me, let me see if this, uh, if this makes sense. I think it was why strategies Leo, fail. I'm gonna... um, it was a very long question. Maybe it wasn't there. Um, let me just see, newest first. Nope, spam, spam. Okay, so here's a question. And this may be something you guys wanna consider. Um, wasn't yours, Mitch, unless you go by the alias of Gyrics? 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 Nope, okay. It says, hello, Akil. How do you exactly backtest strategies accurately? There are way too many factors to take into consideration. Even if you only use like basic support and resistance plus Fibonacci levels in your strategy and no other indicators. Let's say you only want to short the heavy resistances, not the light ones in a downtrend. When they get rejected from the resistance to Fib 382 for being conservative and higher chance of getting profitable trades. Determining how heavy is a resistance is kind of subjective. Also, you often have resistance areas of actual levels. How do you determine the actual price drop required to enter a trade? Isn't that also kind of suggest, uh, subjective? Also, how do you handle the moving candles? Let's say you used a four hour chart for determining the important levels on the chart, but you do actually enter inside the four hour candle while it's still forming. Um, so you don't know if a limit order you put will be filled or not when you backtest. And if you wanna actually find several good trades weekly, one strategy is definitely not enough for that. 
So you kind of need to do the whole process on multiple strategies, right? I heard in your podcast that you suggest backtesting manually instead of automatically using a program. So I would be more than happy if you can make a video about how you actually do it and explaining how you handle all of these factors, which requires some kind of subjectivity and could significantly change your strategy's actual performance. And I'm sorry, obviously I don't, I don't think uh, English is the, the first language, I've, but I hope hopefully you guys get the point. So how, how would you respond to that? Basically, a, a, a quick summary of it is, how do you remove the subjectivity of trading so that you can properly backtest? And there was some other stuff in there, but that's the, the main part of it. AL says, I would just type in a, uh, a link to tier one. <laughs> Here's how you do it. Click this link. You're such a salesman, AL. Any other thoughts? Ali says, make more specific rules. Mitch is now saying, nope, no way. That's my comment. I don't want to be affiliated with that at all. I think it's, it's, a, it's a quality question. I, I didn't. It's not like, a, you know, sometimes we poke fun at the dumb questions. It's not a dumb question at all. I think it's a quality question. Um, Greg says, make rules and follow them. Yeah. And that was essentially my, my response, right? So we're, we are never going to eliminate all of the, sub, uh, all of the subje, uh, subjectivity, excuse me, from trading. Spoke to one of our traders this morning about creating rules. He's like, man, I, I really wish I can create rules for impulse legs. And I said, well, you can, but understand that you can create rules for impulse legs, but you're going to sacrifice some valid impulse legs with those rules, right? I've never been able to create a rule that I felt comfortable enough using to identify impulse legs, like a rules-based version. You could do it. You're just going to understand you're going to be in the market and you're going to see some impulse legs that don't meet your rules and you're going to have to sit on the sideline. But the idea is we want to eliminate as much subjectivity as possible. And how do we do that? How do we go about eliminating as much subjectivity as possible? Greg says there will always be some subject subjectivity. I cannot say that word today. There will always be some subjectivity in that you will see something others won't. Yeah, all our eyes are always different. And Greg said that's good. Yeah. I don't think subjectivity is a bad thing. I, I understand. I understand why it's seen as a bad thing. But it's only seen as a bad thing until you can eliminate most of it. And, and how can we eliminate most of it? Come on, guys. Think about it. How can we eliminate most of the subjectivity in the market? Let's say like for this trader's example of like determining how to enter a trade. Not a trick question. Rules. Yeah. Create rules. Now, let, again, we're going we're gonna to take the example we just talked about. I'm going to walk you through some rules on how to trade this, right? Let me know if there is any subjectivity or if it eliminated most of it, if all you guys can follow. Let's take this example of we're looking at a potential pullback trade on the euro dollar, okay? If price action puts in a lower low, lower close, then I look for a pullback. If pullback comes to the 3D2 Fibonacci retracement, then I look for RSI to go, or if, if price action touches, there we go, give you even more specific, if price action retraces and touches the 382 Fibonacci retracement taken from the previous swing, then I look for RSI to go overbought. If RSI goes overbought, and of course we have 
what overbought is defined as, 70 or 30, 70 or, or 80, whatever you want to put it at. If RSI goes overbought, then I look for double top. If I get double top, then I enter short next bar market. Now, is that something that's testable? And for you guys watching and listening, that's obviously there's there's the overall analysis that goes into account. So I know people, if this turns into like a podcast episode, people are going to just start trying to trade it. Just like we had someone try to trade uh, the strategy Jason Greystone taught on the next day. He's like, yeah, I just took my first live trade. I'm like, oh, less than 24 hours after he taught it. But that's how you eliminate the subjectivity. Now, there's still there's still some subjectivity. Where exactly are you going to place targets? Uh, is there enough room? Uh, which leg are you going to choose to 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 drag your Fibonacci from? There's going to be some subjectivity in there. Mitch may choose the bigger leg. I may choose the smaller leg. That's part of the art of uh, art of trading, though. That's and that's the skill of training your eyes. But aside from that, that's something perfectly testable. And when you create rules, right? When you create rules, it eliminates all these questions like, well, where if I if I use the higher time frame and I see a four hour candle forming, where do I enter inside that four hour candle? Like all that stuff makes no that's that's not an issue. It's a non-factor if you have trading rules. So again, I, I think it's a very it's a very good question and it's a good example of how many traders just don't understand the process of, of being a rules based trader. And I like this trader because he's he's on the right track where he's like, I, I, I need to have something so that I can backtest properly, but I don't know how. The first step before backtesting is creating a rules-based system. Once you have a rules-based system, then you can backtest it consistently. Once you can backtest it consistently, then you can see if it works consistently. Once you see if it works consistently, then you can trade it consistently. Obviously, there's all the other psychological demons you have to deal with in that. <laughs> um, but it's all a process. And the process starts with learning how to trade. After you learn how to trade, it's deciding how you want to trade. After it's deciding how you want to trade, it's creating rules so that you can trade in that way. And then it's backtesting those rules. Then it's demo trading those rules. Then it's live trading those rules. And then it's a continued journey of tweaking and evolving and, 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 and just uh, being adaptive to changes in yourself and changes in the market conditions.